Hi, Hazel. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, well, the second time you've been in our uh, studios, isn't it? Because you were here last year. It is. Thank you very much for having me again and inviting me. Fantastic. It's lovely to have you back. Um, it is Baby Loss Awareness Week this week. Correct. And um, it's a subject very very close to your heart, isn't it? It certainly is, yeah. I'm not going to um, want to delve you know, ridiculously deeply into it if you don't want me to, but just for people who didn't listen to your story last year, could you quickly go over what happened to you and what's led you into this position now? Yeah, certainly. I had what was called a missed miscarriage. I was told there was no heartbeat and I was taken into hospital and induced. Um, I had no idea as to the volume of people that pregnancy loss is affected by. I was so naive as to the different types of pregnancy loss, the amount and the knock-on effect that it has. I had a breakdown through it. A lot of people don't. A lot of people handle it very well, but I didn't. And through that, the Miscarriage Association supported me tremendously. It was absolutely fantastic. Through the Miscarriage Association, I heard about a charity called SANS, which is Stillbirth and Neonatal Society. And together they are part and parcel that has driven this baby loss awareness week okay so when you said it, it affected you what what stage of pregnancy were you at it was early pregnancy early pregnancy that might sound an odd thing to ask but i, I suppose from a gentleman's perspective well i've never had a baby myself in in my body so <laughs> i don't know whether and i'm sure it doesn't matter but is is this a harder thing harder a harder problem the further down the line you go in a pregnancy so you're going from five weeks 10 weeks to 20 weeks to 20. obviously the answer's no i know the answer's no. <laughs> but if there was a situation where you i suppose you've built yourself up over that length of time to think i'm going to have a baby here and then all of a sudden you find out unfortunately that um that something's gone wrong um i would imagine no, no matter which which part of the time zone you're in it's still going to hurt you it's devastating. As I said, I was naive as to all of the different types of pregnancy loss. Um, obviously, there are stillborns, there are ectopics, there's chemical pregnancies. There's a lot of different types out there. And every human being's body reacts differently. Everybody is an individual. And any type of pregnancy loss is devastating to whoever, and not just for the mum, but to the people involved, the grandparents, the siblings, the brothers, the sisters, and the fathers too, of course. Yeah, absolutely. After after what happened to you happened, what support did you get almost straight away? What was there for you? I was at Lincoln County Hospital and I was given a lot of information from them. One of the leaflets that I got given was the Miscarriage Association. I used them a lot and they were fabulous with me. The support that I received from them, their online forums, the contact that I had from them, there's not enough praise that I have for the Miscarriage Association. Tremendous. And not only then, but they are continuing to support now as well. Yeah, it's, it's stunning, isn't it? Baby Loss Awareness Week then. Um, well, it's um, it's it's been it's the 9th to this week. So Na- it's a, 9th to the 15th of October. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's, a, uh, well, it's, it's something that's happening across the country, yeah? Yes, that's correct. But it's not ours as regards it was first brought into being in the United States, is correct? Yeah, yes, that's correct. It was initially initiated by a small group of parents, which included two SANS parents, and it was inspired by the Pregnancy and Infancy Loss Remembrance Day in USA, which started on the 15th of October in 2002. 
Wow, yeah, so it's a, it's a fair fair old way back, isn't it, that? Yeah. It is, yeah. And the original aim of Baby Loss Awareness was there are, there are three main driving points from it. The first was remembrance, the second is raising awareness, and the third is driving change. Right, okay. Uh, going back to us locally then, um, off air a few minutes ago, we were talking about some of the statistics. The statistics are kind of weird things, aren't they? The, you don't, you're never quite sure um, whether they're you know 100% accurate. But um, this is affecting lots of people, isn't it? This is affecting... Baby loss is affecting lots of people locally. It is. um, The statistics that I've been given, um, as far as I'm aware they are correct, are one in four pregnancies end in loss. That is a lot of people. That's a lot of people. One in four? One in four are affected by pregnancy loss. Wow. And um, I was listening to a um, Parliament Live debate on TV about pregnancy loss, which it's the fourth year running, they've actually done it, and they're looking at where we have been for the NHS, where we are and where we need to be going forward. And a lady called Julie Cooper, the Shadow Minister for the Health and Social Care, has said that every day in the UK, 650 miscarriages happen. There are nine babies stillborn every day in the UK, and that is 3,168 mums-to-be that never get to keep the child that they have loved for nine months. Yeah. That is a lot. And I really think that something for the size of Newark, we need something in Newark. Yeah. The support then in general that um, that people can get for this, uh, is is there a generalist form of support? Or is it, de- I suppose it depends on the individual, doesn't it? And how they've come out of the other side of this, what they actually need. So from your point of view, you needed quite intense um uh, mental support, I suppose. Yeah, the theme this year um, for miscarriage, um, sorry, for the Baby Loss Awareness Week is there's a focus on lack of timely access to psychological therapies for people who need that extra mental health support. Every year, Baby Loss Awareness do a different theme and mental health is the theme for this year. Um, there is a local registered charity called Forever Stars that are based in Nottingham. And they have um, a serenity suites. They've got a remembrance garden. They do sibling counselling and they also do a lot of family support. As you said, different people require different things. So what's going to be appropriate for me wouldn't be appropriate for somebody else. And it's finding that, that right level. And here's where people like SANS and the Miscarriage Association and Forever Stars and this 60-something charities that are supporting baby loss awareness they can point you in the right direction. They can give you the right advice. They are qualified counsellors and, of course, your local GP as well. Yeah. Locally, what support have you got for uh, baby loss awareness in Newark and around our area this year? What have you got? As far as I'm aware, as I've said, there is Forever, St- Forever Stars. They are a registered charity. There is the SANS. There is the Miscarriage Association. And, of course, your, your local GPs. There's also a counselling service called Active Listening Therapies in Newark. They're going to be um, with me on Friday at a memorial tree in the Butter Market. So they're available as well if anybody want, wants to have a chat to them and ask for their advice. Fantastic. Um, some of the things that happen around town that um, we kind of notice to a point but don't always necessarily understand are some of the basics where our beautiful um, castle grounds, the castle itself... We've got great technology now, haven't we, where all of a sudden you'll drive past and it's a different colour, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. and, and it happens quite a bit for various different reasons. And, and I'm led to believe you've got um, a similar kind of uh, bit of support coming for this as well, haven't you? <laughs> yeah. Um, so as you said, last year I was on um, Radio Newark Live, thank you. And as part of that, I 
decided to contact our local councillor. The Baby Loss Awareness Week has um, given out things that you can do to join in for Baby Loss Awareness. And it says on there that you can contact local people. You don't have to be part of any organised group or anything. You can do it for yourself, which is what I chose to do. I contacted uh, our councillor, Mr Keith Gerlin, and this year he um, apologised profusely that the castle didn't get lit up last year in pink and blue, but promised that this year it would be lit up in pink and blue because that is one of the driving things that stands and Baby Lost Awareness have organised is for landmarks yeah. to be lit up in pink and blue to raise that awareness so that people see the colours and they start asking the questions and people yeah. get talking about the subject. Yeah. So thank you very much to the council and for his team for putting everything together and for, for helping with this. Yeah, and support as well from St Mary Magdalene's Church and uh, Southminster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I contacted um, David Pickerskill, our local vicar, who kindly agreed to open the doors for the Wave of Light. And also Forever Stars have organised with South Warminster that they're going to have a service as well. Okay, when, when do the services take place? The... Mary Madeline is on the 15th, and that is at 7pm, and the South Warminster is on the 13th of October at half past five. That's lovely, isn't it? Really. Again, we were talking off air before we started nattering through the microphone here about, you know, you couldn't wish for any better iconic buildings to take part, could you? Because those two fantastic churches are just incredible. Everybody knows what they are, what they're about, where they are. They are absolutely beautiful and are a huge part of our community and they have lots of local events going on throughout the year with Easter and Christmas, the Christingles and things like that. And I think it's part of our community. Um, the other thing that is happening as well is in the Butter Market at 11pm on Friday there is going to be a memorial tree where people can come along and write a message and attach it to the memorial tree. Turquoise Tea Park Cafe have denoted, donated a cake Thank you very much to them for that. And there is going to be tea and coffee there as well. And active listening therapists will be there if anyone wants to come along and, and chat and ask for some advice. It's just wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. I bet it takes quite a bit of your time to get all this together, but it's well worth it, isn't it? There's been a lot of emails bouncing about, <laughs> and obviously people are asking me a lot of the questions that you have yeah. of what is happening. And I don't work in, in that community, so I'm trying to... Um, contact the Miscarriage Association and people at Sands and put them together with the council so that they can give the correct advice at the correct time about the materials to use and what can be done and what can't be done mm. and with things like that. And th they've worked really, really hard. I've just been the go-between and put them together. I'm sure you've been more than that. I'm sure you're more than sellotape <laughs> by the sound yeah. of it. <laughs> it is wonderful. I mean, for people listening now that want to find out more, I take it social media is great, websites are fantastic. Yeah. What's the what's the main way of uh, getting hold of uh, what's happening locally? The Newark Advertiser have um, put a thing out on social media and also their website. Newark Town Council have also put um, an advert out on their website about what's happening. Social media, as you have said. Yeah. Spot on, absolutely brilliant. I don't think then, um, from, from what I can see as a novice coming into this, um, there's any way of measuring success is that it's just about remembrance, isn't it? And, and support and guidance. When you get to the end of this week, I don't know whether, the, is there a way of you kind of measuring its success, its impact? I don't know. That's, yeah. that's a very good question. <laughs> not not <laughs> that it know. needs to do. I just wonder whether it's probably not one of those things you need because obviously over time, if you've got more and more people seeing this stuff, getting involved, coming forward, getting help and support, yeah. Yeah. 
more and more of our landmarks being able to light themselves in uh, pink and blue. Exactly. It would make more sense for everybody to just understand. They'll just see it year on year thinking, I know what this is. Oh, look, it's October. It's this week of October. And this is what happens. Exactly. It's like the old Ron Seal adverts. It does what it says on the tin. And it is about raising awareness. And the more people are talking about it, there is a hashtag called Break the Silence that the baby lost awareness people have put out. And there's also a hashtag of out of sight, out of mind that they've also put out. And it's getting people talking about it. As I said, when I had mine, I was so naive. And it was it's such a taboo subject. Nobody's talked about it. And I had no idea as to the sheer volume of people, pregnancy loss effectors, or to the different types, or to what happens. I was so uneducated. Yeah. And education can help. And having that knowledge can help you work through that process. Mm. It's not what you want to talk about when you first find out you're pregnant, is it? It isn't, no. And it's a very, very difficult subject. And it is one of the things where the aim of Baby Loss Awareness Week, the third aim, is about driving change. And the Parliament Live TB debate also spoke a lot about culture and learning and moving away from the blame game and having that learning and that education. Because, of course, baby loss, while it primarily affects the mums and the grieving families... It's the professionals too. When a nurse, a midwife, a doctor has delivered a stillborn, they're dealing with that in their working environment and they are frightened of the CQC, of losing their jobs, of the blame game. And it's about learning and moving forward and helping people and trying to re- reduce the amount that it actually happens. Yeah, I would imagine as well as a professional, it's like any any different profession in the world. You don't want to, f- well, it's not a failure, but you don't want to have that on you. You don't want to think... What what did I do? What could I have done this better? Exactly, it must be horrendous for yeah. them. It, it it must be so so difficult job to to be in and to to keep that balance and that confidence and to keep going forward with with the job and dealing with grieving families and parents must be horrendous for yeah. them. Well, Hazel, thank you very much for popping in again. I hope you'll come next year. Thank you. <laughs> thank in fact, you. before then, you must let us know how things have gone on this week um, af- after the events themselves. That would be lovely. Keep in touch. Thank you. Thank you very much. Hazel, thank you for now.